Yeah, baby, baby boys, utter at it again. Episode number 60. Coming with the special edition of the May 19 King's favorite number, favorite show time. We got your boys on the mic. We got Teddy Lucy always looking fresh as always. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Mr. Silkman himself always looking catty as always. Mr. Wally. And your boys on the sticks is your boy Chris. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's it's a lot of tea. It's a lot of tea. Mm, mm, mm. May 19. May 19. Nah, a lot of tea. But nah, shout out to the song, yo. I feel like that's one of like WWE's like underrated themes. Yes. That Kane joined. Because funny song. enough, growing up, I never knew the lyrics. I just knew like some dude just like started like mouth like saying shit after the like the break. Nah, that was um like uh, like I remember back when they used to come out with the 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 WWE albums. You used to sell them. You used to always cop it from uh from the dude on the streets for five dollars <laughs> from, from from the from the Jamaicans. From the Jamaican, it was always from the it, it was either from the Jamaicans or the Africans. They were always out here busting you. It was like, yo, you either got that. It was two things you saw. You saw either that WWE new soundtrack or you saw that Hot 97 volume, whatever. Well, it was a Fun Flex or DJ Clue. Yeah, but I never, you know what's funny though? And I was just, just talking about it lightly about it. That shit was. I don't think that shit was never sold in stores. I don't know who was making those mixtapes with those hot ninety seven ones, but that shit like you. It didn't matter where you went, they had it. So this was must have been some underground shit that we never saw. Yeah. Um, that was back when you know rappers had street teams. Yeah, that's back when rappers had the rock on features. Yeah, yeah, remember that. <laughs> That's when we got the Rum DMC DX. Yo, um, what was that? The Aggression album. Yeah, the Aggression album. That shit was that shit was hot. That shit was a classic on the streets. I remember, like, I remember. Man, there was a lot of uh, bangers on that. I feel like, th- like, I'm, I'm kind of glad because that's not what we had like planned for the show, like, and it swayed into this kind of guy we talking because I feel like that's what another way reason, another area WWE's kind of like lost their way in a little bit is the integration of music, even with like superstar themes or even just like having music somewhere in their business. Yeah, I'm surprised. Um, uh, well, you know, Nick Khan's in now, so if that did swing in, I'm surprised they didn't integrate that yet, like, uh. You know, remember when Trish Stratus had like little Kim on her team? Yeah. Yo, I'm looking at the list right now. So we obviously knew we know the Kings uh from DNC, mm-hmm. right? You had um the Rocks team, I I remember it was with Method Man. Yeah. Um Red Man did uh no chance uh Vince McMahon's. Um, who else we got? We got Ice T did uh pimping ain't easy for the Godfather. I remember that. That shit was that shit was hard. Even uh uh with the Big Show had had Mac Ten, the game had Mystical. (laughs) 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 You know um, you had Hell Yeah 
um, with Snoop. Cool Keith did uh did wreck by uh with Mankind. Like I was like, yo, this was I remember that shit used to hit. Yeah, I think another reason, a big reason, um, a lot of that stuff doesn't happen no more. Just in like entertainment, if, like if you look at a soundtrack, like to a movie, it's not too many soundtracks of movies. That like, is true. Like they, it's even hard. I think that's because of streaming, because of the splits. It's like hard they, to like. Who's they ain't trying money, to. Though. They ain't. They ain't trying to pay people like that no more. Unless it's like you're you're Budget exclusively cuts. you're exclusively doing this feature with us. Yeah. So. You know, that's a good point, though, too. I hope they bring that back. Yeah, but I'm like, even just like, because, like, with, like the attitude, or not to, like, harp on it, but it was just, like, the party atmosphere and what lead, as everybody know, along with, like, liquor and people is, like, the what makes a party a party is the music. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, like, a lot of people kind of, like, and it showed, like, people gravitate towards, like, the more musical themes and entrances that has that, like, that um element in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like Robert Rude, glorious. Yeah, even latestly, um, Seth Rollins, the whole you know they singing along his song. Like, so I feel like there's always like a place for that in wrestling, and I feel like you don't want to overdo it too much, but you kind of want to keep that vibe. But I think that's why like a lot of people really flocked to like like WWF at that time. It was like because the stories was good and in ring action was also like turned, but it was all it really was like a fucking party. Like everybody had like that hardcore rock. You could maybe get like a little rap song coming in and out. Yeah. I'm telling you, that uh, that two thousands, that little late nineties, early two thousands for like wrestling music was, she was dope. Even like just like when they do, I remember the po- the pay per view promo packages. Yeah, like, I remember like when Chris Jericho like took some time off for WWE, and then he, him and Fonzie did the um TNA. Um, promo package. I was like, oh shit, Jericho you doing a promo package with him? Yeah, he's like, I'm trying to get paid. <laughs> Jericho always trying to get paid. Yeah, the song was dope too. Like, I'm yeah. on that. Um, what was it? Enemy by Fonzie. Yo, they were. Um, it's not the same anymore. And I think the last time when we, even when the pay, like you were saying, like pay per views, they always had like those like iconic songs that it was always promoted. I think the last time we really saw shit like that happen was when Mr. Paul Levesque was still managing the black and gold that they were, they were heavily promote those songs. And, you know, once in a while you actually got some of these people to come in and, yeah. you know, and, and do these songs live. Yeah. Definitely. Like Wale used to do that all the time. I was about yeah, to say, yeah, yeah. Cause it used to be like official song and judgment day, official song, or like the official yeah. song for like you said, the pay-per-views and they have, and like, yeah, it's like they still do it now, but it's not as heavily, you know, it ain't heavily performed that much. I, I don't know if it's like we're just missing um, having a, a WrestleMania in in Florida where we need either Pitbull or uh, what's, what's this guy? Florida. <laughs> you know, Low to Rider. do these tracks. Like, yeah, because I'm surprised because the weekend did the last three Mania song, right? He ain't show up to none of these Manias. I know the pandemic. But he like, year, ain't showing up with these motherfuckers. He's but a, this year, <laughs> he could have showed up. He, he could have. He's like, nah, send the check. Use my song, but I ain't going to be there. Because I remember like, um, before Cardi got pregnant, she was supposed to host SummerSlam. Yeah, so I remember. Did, uh, when they get I the remember. up anthem and shit like that. I remember. 
She she got her ass pregos by Oh shit. Quavo. No, not Quavo. Offset. Offset. He said Quavo. You see that's that's why these niggas broke up now. You over here. <laughs> I hope you know that was done intentionally. There's just like he's like, nah, I can't be part of this trio right now. I need to offset the group. They were like, you got motherfuckers on wrestling podcast thinking you impregnate my baby mama. You know what? I'm out. You know what's crazy? And I was I was talking actually talking to uh, to somebody about this, and I was like, you know what? If they broke up, I feel like we for Migos, we got what we needed. Not I, I honestly, as like uh, not not to sound all like grandfathered and shit, but I was bumping Migos for a minute even before Wait, like that. No, no, I was bumping Migos before, like, but way before Dad and Bougie. Uh-huh. Like, they had, yeah. like, I forgot, it was like that mixtape, it was like No Label or some shit like that. Yeah, No like, Label too. Yeah, like, I was bumping Migos, like, funny enough, like, my friends, like, I used to, I try to play Migos around these niggas, I kid you not, they thought I was fucking retarded. <laughs> It was like, yo, what the fuck is this? Because that was that was also before they found like their groove and shit. So yeah. you can you could still I I heard the potential out of them, but they didn't really get their formula yet. And it was kind of more like repetition and like it, it was not like fine tuned how how it is now. And it was like, yo, what the fuck is this? I was like, nah, nah, don't ever. They're like, yo, don't play Migos and shit. Fucking bad and bougie came out. It was like, yo, we sorry, bro. Yeah. It was like we didn't know what we was talking about. <laughs> He's like, I was trying to put y'all motherfuckers on, and y'all diss me like that. Yeah, it was, it was alright though. Like, I try to put like they always tell me like that. Like mid like 2015, I had like almost everybody that was like coming up. I try to put them on like Migos, Chance the Rapper, Young Thug. Like when it, yo, oh, that's what it was, because it was Migos and Young Thug back to back, and they was like, yo, you know what, Terrence? They was like, you walling. No more speaker for you. Yeah, that was that was around the time, you know. <laughs> Madam Bougie came out around your time. Your your B day party. Yeah, and then they they fucking um <sighs> they fucking blew up. Did you see the pictures of Malcolm in the group chat at the at the B day party, Chris? At what party? That was on um, my twenty third birthday party. Oh no, no, I didn't see that. Okay, yeah. now I put it in the group chat yesterday on Mister Money Malcolm the Kite. Yeah, I had to I had to post that picture with Jordan because that that picture had a whole story behind it. <laughs> Oh no 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 no! That photo, the one you're talking about with Jordan, I did see that one. Yeah, yeah man, yo, the lead up to going to like T's party, this the, this T's first B day party because he did the back to back years. So the first one, this this is um this 20, 2015, right? Nah, uh, 20, seventeen. Yeah, twenty no twenty sixteen was the first party, fools. Um, yeah, so, twenty sixteen was the first party, you're right? So um, at this point, Jordan already left the store. He's working at Adidas, so. I don't know how he found out. I don't know if you told him, but I remember meeting a couple of people by the store. I came back later on the night to closing time. Me, G, and um Jordan. We go to Times Square. Jordan stops us and goes, yo, before we go to Brooklyn, yo, all right, everybody get in the hoodie. Before we go to Brooklyn, yo, we are not from the Bronx. The nigga said, <laughs> where you from? We not from the Bronx. I'm like, what's going on with you? I mean, he's like, nah, nah, nah. We just got to be on point. And I'm gonna it was a bunch of cops like standing. You know how Tom's good wild cops in there. And who was saying that we say you're not from the Bronx? Jordan. He was like, yo. <laughs> he was like, yo, 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 just be aware. So like the whole time we go in there to Brooklyn, we get off, we in Best Style, we walk in. Every block we walk on, anytime we walk past my yo, who that? Who that? I'm like, nigga, that's no, it's a bunch of old people. Like, I was like, yo. My man was, 
was, my like, man was paranoid. I was like, yo, chill, son, because you 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 don't want to be around a paranoid person that you get paranoid. So I'm like, yo, chill, <laughs> chill. So I'm like, yo, we good. We go there, we go to the party. Everything's going good. Everybody was getting lit. T would attest to this. Nigga, niggas look up at Jordan. This nigga in the corner just soaking and shit the whole night. Like, yeah, yo, what's my nigga? Yeah, he was. You know, it's kind of funny because you know when, like, like especially because it was my birthday party and I was like rolling around, like talking to everybody. Every time I came back to the NHL crew, like Jordan's like face just got like more and more like upset. Like every time I like came to y'all, I was like, this nigga not having a good time. Niggas, <laughs> what is wrong with you, my guy? I was like, yo, we getting lit, my niggas. I don't want to spill the tea, but I, I think it was like a lover's quarrel. That was yeah, it definitely was party. a lover's quarrel. I ain't gonna spill the tea. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a it was a lover's quarrel that was happening at my party between um mm-hmm. yeah. between Mister J and and um and a person there. So another Ooh, who's, Oh, who's this person? Nah, we can't. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, I mean, we could use a fake name. <clears throat> um, Draw they might have been working. They might have been working side by side with me at one point. Uh, uh, um, the person's name is Drasha. Uh, uh, yeah. So Drasha and Jordan was beefing at my party. Uh, and I guess it was funny because I don't think it was known to everybody that situation ship or entanglement or whatever it was. So <laughs> yeah. I, I that guess, blew up that night in front of everybody. I was about to say, I guess the quarrel and then the party was just like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I feel like that's always gonna be a thing, like having a quarrel at a party. It's it's like a quarrel at a party is just like oh man, like. But the thing on the fact he was trying, but he he it was like then it was exposed to everybody. I yeah, guess. and it's just like you get you kept the shit hush, and now you acting real funny in front of everybody. Everybody's gonna be asking questions, and now this is why. It you was still got a whole like party a, around you. It was definitely like an episode of like One Tree Hill, Dawson Creek type shit. Like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> like, hold on, what's going on? The nigga stopped the music and shit. They're like, yo, why you do? Why you doing this, man? Why you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> the the second party though, T. Part two. Nah, nah part two was wild, bro. Yo, part two, my man Kev came through with the hookah. Yo. The whole NHL, we had the whole kitchen on lock. We just like, needed you there, Chris, bro. You should have, you should at least heard one. I, I I heard about the, I heard about uh, Kev bringing in the hookah. He was just like, yeah, I'm coming in fresh, you know, from from work. I'm a, nah, I'm a, that yo, that nigga surprised he's like, the shit out of me. He was like, I'm the hookah expert. The he was hookah. like, I'm gonna get the shit lit. Kev pulling up and Ralph pulling up with all his goons from Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> yo, hold on. Yeah. Yo, hold on. It was so funny that. Ralph Boons was there before him. He's a good, you know. <laughs> like, how do you do that? And then they're coming in like, oh, we, we here for the party. Who party? Who who invited you? Who you know at this party? He's like, oh, no, man. I was just told to be here. Exactly. That was like, hey, you just gave us the address. We waiting on him. And then Ralph, you already know. He's like, yeah, I had my niggas over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, that was some great times. Nah, because I went through the pics. I'm probably gonna send y'all the um the link to that photo album. Like, yo, going through the pics, bro, and like, in hindsight, like all the bullshit we've gone through like the past couple of years. You're like, damn, yo, we really yeah, had man. a great time that night, man. T, T, I was trying to break down what was wild. Part one of the party, part two, or remember on New Year's when I pulled up with you, Dolo, back to Brooklyn. Nah, part the the my the second party will forever be the wildest of the night. 
That party, I took no photos. I was fucked up. And it was just mad shit. And it was it was <laughs> and it was more people than the first party. Like the second party was really just like a, a atom bomb of crazy. Nah, but you don't understand. T was so lit the first party. I was telling him shit like the next day and shit. Like, yo, you remember when this shit happened? He was like, What? I was like, yo, niggas is in the bathroom. I'm going to use the bathroom. And I see the light was off, right? This is Chris, the party's in the house. So I I'm like, okay, I'm waiting online. And I'm the girl from Starbucks. What's her name? See? Oh, Ashley. Yeah. So we waiting online. Shout oh, out big to titty. Ashley. Big titty Ashley. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say that. <laughs> I did. Hey. Hey, she hey, know man. what's up. She know, she know what's up. Hey man, Chris. All I see is this, Chris. I see the light is off, but clearly, clearly people are in there. And I just see a flashlight going up and down. You sure it wasn't something else going up and down? Hey. Hold on. Hold on. Niggas came out the bathroom. Niggas pulling up their pants and shit. I'm like, oh, what's going on? We got action. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is this type of party? Yeah, it was that type of party right now. Nah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, going through the pictures, like, one thing about, especially about those both, I think I loved it because it was, like, so many people from, like, different walks of life, like, just came through. And everybody vibed, man. Like, literally from yeah. both parties. Like, it was a... The second party had mad people than the first party, but both parties still there was no fucking fights, no fights, yeah, no, fights no, no arguments. I had an argument with um Jordan's wife, but I'm saying like between people, between random people, there was nothing. There was none of that. So I, was like, yo, never you got weed? Oh, pass the weed over. You got drink? Pass that. Everybody was cool. Different hoods, different creeds. Nigga, I should be the fucking president. We just have to have party. <laughs> All right. Uh, can we talk about this Ashy situation? What happened? What happened? Oh, no, no, no. We were just waiting on the bathroom. We we both seen what happened at the bathroom. Like, oh, shit. Like, mm. what's going mm. on? What's mm. going on? Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, mm. but I will say this, T. The New Year's party, even though it wasn't, the, like, the first to be there party, but the New Year's joint, when we came back to the crib, after we already had crashed the party. Mm-hmm. Um, he was at the party. Um, All I know was one of your mans, Tall homie that always be with y'all. He was like, "Yo, come upstairs." I came upstairs, and I see one chick go from one side of the room half naked to the other side of the room. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, what's going on?" <laughs> that's that's the Brooklyn way, baby. <laughs> oh, oh, that's nah, like an episode of Entourage. I was like, "Oh shit." That's how we get down, baby. Like before, like niggas got married and kids. Like we, like it was really some fun times in there. But but two quick shits before we um talk about the crazy, crazy and and um the e, the I wish we still had that backyard because if you was in the backyard for both of those parties, that cloud smoke was something crazy. Like every you got contact high just by going to the backyard. Bye, like. Yeah, we everybody know. was smoking. We know, we know. Witness by your man Glenn, how he was acting. It was, it was weed everywhere. And then shout out to um, cause y'all always like when y'all told me the day after, I thought that shit was so funny. It was like Fidel got dizzed at oh, the yeah. second party. Oh yeah, I heard Fidel. They dropped him off on the lawn and drove off. <laughs> 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 But nah, shout out to everybody. But um, let's talk about the crazy hazy happening on Monday. Oh, okay. Mm. All right, let me break it down from the TikTok. You got the timeline? Yeah, I got the time. I got the stage. <laughs> Where the fuck is the first 48 music or like Law and Order? Dun, dun. All right. So, 
right, going into Raw every Monday night just to give content. Like around 7.30, WWE usually gives down the rundown to every Dirt Street member on what's going to happen for the night. So rumor got out that there was going to be a six-woman um, pack match. So then I go to click <laughs> to go see who's on the match. And I see Becky Lynch, mm. Oscar, Dewdrop, Nikki Ash, and the tag team champs, Sasha Banks, and Naomi. So I'm like, hmm, that's not who I was expecting. Okay. Raw starts. Like 20 minutes into Raw, breaking news, PWI reporting that Sasha Banks and Naomi lost their building. Stay with me. So then. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that shit came out at the perfect time. I like I'm just playing the Law and Order thing in the background. It's just like, all right, it's twelve eighteen p.m. Eastern um, time. The news breaks out. All right, all right. So, so whatever happened. So, um, Becky Lynch reports. I mean, re- Becky Lynch has a segment with um Pierce backstage, and she said they put it into the story basically that Sasha and, and Naomi left. So then that's when everybody on the timeline now, that's when we get to talking like, oh, what's going on? So then WWE puts out a statement. All right, this is the statement says, when, Naomi, when Sasha and Naomi arrived at the arena this afternoon, they were informed that the participants in the main event of tonight's Royal main event. During the broadcast, they walked into WWE's head of talent relations, Johnny Ace, office with suitcases in hand and placed the tag team belts on the desk and walked out. They claimed they wasn't respected enough as tag team champs, and even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct a match. Mm, interesting. They claimed it was uncomfortable <laughs> in the ring with two of, the, two of the opponents in the match. Bullshit. Even though they had past matches with these individuals with no consequences. Mm-hmm. That Monday Night Raw is a script live TV show with who characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. We regret we are unable to deliver as advertised tonight's main event. Alright. Mm. Alright. Give me your thoughts. Bullshit. All bullshit. Um, so this is where I'm I'm a little torn up in between because this indeed is real life and the shit really happened or it, it, it's a work. And it, I just I don't even know what to say anymore because Yo, let's say even if it did happen, mm-hmm. why why would you publicize that? And that was not even it, it wasn't even a, a, a an advertised match. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't advertised at all. You never nothing was ever put out there. Why would you put out a press release saying, "Hey, this is what happened," and then you had Corey Graves go out there and mention and say this was unprofessional. Multiple times on the multiple times, not one time and just call it a day, but on air, either you what are you trying to ruin their their reputation? And this is where where I come in and say if it if it was real and you try to you know ruin their career, because in reality, if to say to say that you left the way you did, it you kind of you know you stank their name up. Most and then it'll have people who will try to book you. Be like, "Well, man, you know, this is what happened." 
And once that stuff, you know, back in the in the territorial days, if they found out you walked out of a show day of for whatever, promoters would just be like, hey, don't hire this person. This would be that and your career is fucked. If that was the case, um, these two ladies, they tied up. Um, Sasha Banks, if she was to go and, let's say, leave WWE, she's she's popping on the Mandalorian. She's popping elsewhere. She's popping on the gram. She's popping on the gram. Um, don't let her get her OnlyFans. She's she, popping on. <laughs> don't, don't let Sasha get OnlyFans. She got popping she, on. Yeah. <laughs> popping she, on. What's, what's the show? Hot Ones. First, uh, what's Kodak's Bulls with Kevin Hart? Just dropped this week too. Yeah, like she's 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 popping. She got cousin Snoop. Like she's everywhere. And in reality, Vince knows she's money. Whether you want, whether other people want to say, "Oh, Sasha's a baby," whatever for whatever reason, Sasha got she got she got she got win. And they it's people would say, "Oh, they're gonna fire her." You think that? Vinny Mac is gonna let her walk to another to to another rival show. You think that's gonna really happen? And like they they won't say, hey, you know, there's no competition. But it's at the same time, like they've been very interested. They've, they've been very intricate in how they work around with some of these people that want their release, and they're like, hey, we might freeze your contract. You can't wrestle anywhere else for for a certain amount of time that like come on with Sasha it ain't gonna happen now Naomi's standpoint um I mean I don't I know you know a certain oos might have to grease up some Roman and be like yo we gotta get we, we gotta get my girl in here <laughs> and be part of the bloodline or some shit but if and I and I, I don't feel like they'll get they'll get fired at at worst i think we're like naomi if again this is hypothetically speaking if this all happened i think they'll give her the triple h treatment um after the current call like she's gonna have to like eat a lot of shit before anything else is happening and i know her contract is it's um it's coming up naomi's very marketable she can easily walk up to another show and do her thing but I don't think they will be allowing that to happen. And in hindsight, in reality is like, yo, doing what they did, it made no sense for two um, two females from SmackDown, who are your tag team champions, to go over to Raw and have them job to Bianca. Like, it just, it, it don't make any sense. And I think if that, if looking at it from a way like if this really did happen, it don't, it don't, it don't make sense. And how many times on this show have I not said that they have not put any love or any respect on these women's tag team titles? You have. We all have. We all have. And I've and I've been preaching. I was like, yo, it don't make sense. Like they're not doing anything with it. And if they legitimately came in that morning. And was just like, yo, you know what? Like, if this is the plan where we're just here to job, then this is fucked up. It ain't working. Drop the titles on Johnny Ace and just be like, yo, deuces. And I'm glad that they, if that was the case, if it really did happen, I'm glad that, that it did happen. Um, Because enough's enough. And a lot of people are going to go on and say, hey, you know, you're 
a baby. You know, this is Sasha's, you know, Sasha's trying to do her thing. She's trying to have her way again. But if no one's doing it, then who else, who else is? Like, you yeah, have. She has that power. Yeah, like you have to have a voice, and I th- and to say that you know some people were saying, oh, maybe Naomi got um, bullied or she got persuaded into also walking out. She's a grown ass woman. Come she's on. a grown ass woman. She know exactly damn well um, what's up. Like we don't know what really happened behind those com- you know, behind closed door and what that conversation, you know, happened. But at the same time, I'm glad that they did. Like. Most of these women don't get love. You have your you you have your people who are who are there. And I was gonna say also too, like Naomi, people are gonna understand too. She also know she also ha- probably has been feeling for a while too that she's been like pushed to the side. Yeah, in her own career. Yeah, because she, I had to have like, a title since twenty seventeen. I'm about to say a lot of like even like from like give these divas a chance and all of that stuff. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people have been pushing for a Ni- uh, a healthy Naomi push for so long now. But if like it's if you're not in the title race, you ain't got shit going on. You ain't definitely like you're 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 doing random tag team matches that make no sense, that don't have any payoff. It does nothing for anyone. Creative has just been like, oh well, we have this person. What can we do with them? Oh, you know, we, you're you're a filler. Uh, oh, I'm glad you brought that up. So to integrate as that night was going on. Fightful Select reported, you know, they was getting info throughout the night of, like, what's the what. So, mm. first, there was one meeting when they first got there. It's not like they came in and just dropped the belts to Johnny Ace. They had a meeting with Vince first. Vince, he didn't want to... Vince stood his ground. Sasha stood her ground about the booking of the night. Whatever the case was, Vince convinced them, I guess, to do the match. They was going to do the match. Then they had a conversation with a producer. A producer got mad, I guess, because they spoke to Vince. They didn't name who was the producer. Oh, because kind of like he went over their head? Yeah, type shit like that. So then um, so then that producer, I guess, throughout that, that argument, led to them going to Johnny Ace to talk about it now. Then Johnny Ace had an attitude, and that's when they spoke to somebody backstage, they said, which they probably went to the girls' locker room and spoke. And then they came to agreement. We're not putting up with this shit, and they dropped the belts and left the arena. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it wasn't just like, oh, just a, we just came in, and we, we on our bullshit shit. This was three meetings that happened. And all of them was like, and supposedly, the, they Vince told them, like, yeah, we're going to put more points into the tag belts. They had the tag belts since Mania. That's still on your bullshit. So there was a build-up to this for months, they said. So, um, and that also reported... This is how the match was supposed to go. Naomi was supposed to get the pin on first they speculated it was supposed to be again on Sasha with the way. But DK. then but but it was actually supposed to be on Nikki Ash. Um mm. then supposedly Sasha was supposed to face Ronda for the for the SmackDown belt while Naomi Naomi mm-hmm. faced um um Bianca at Helen <laughs> Cell. But then it got called cap on the Sasha and but then um Supposedly, like you said, Chris, the the, the Naomi Bianca match is just supposed to be a filler. Yeah, that was all it was supposed to be. And they originally pitched for um a tag team match between Drew Drop and Nikki Nikki Ash mm. to start a program, and they got shot down. So that really led to the whole blow up of them not getting that match. Because yeah. it's, it's fucking true. Like on the pay per view card, you're gonna have your tag team champions. Like, and I get it though, because that's the thing. Wrestling, you can do this, but there's no fucking story behind it. There's no, no. build up. With the tag team champions maybe going after the 
the other champions. Don't just do it on one night. But then that's what it says. You look at the pay-per-view and the tag team champions are not tag team champion. They're Makes not, no sense. No sense. And, and, and they're like, yeah, we were going to give them title shots. And I was like, you're going to give both of them title shots to basically put those, cha- those prospective champions over with no buildup, maybe a, a minor talk here and there, and like, that's it. I'm like, you really had nothing. You're going to put we- that out there? And we got to put it into proper context, even going back before they had the tag team, before they was in the tag team. Um, you know, the beginning of the year, um, Charlotte was the champ, right? This was before mm-hmm. Ronda came back. Yeah. Everybody know that Sasha and Charlotte, that was potentially going to be a mania match. Mm-hmm. Sasha Banks got hurt right around Rumble time. They yep. smashed it off. They called Ronda back. She won the tag. Naomi had a match with um Charlotte. Great match. Everybody was like, yo, this could be a mania match. Basically, they set aside both of them so Ronda could have the match, which been trash. Let's all be honest, since Ronda been back, it's been trash. And then they made them a tag champs. So it's like, okay, y'all gonna make us the tag tag champs, put some respect on it. Because we could have had a Mania match instead. Yeah. So And that didn't happen. And that didn't happen. And for also, like, to them to say that someone like Nikki and Still gonna call her Piper Nevin. Like mm-hmm. to say that they were they 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 called them as being unsafe workers is complete horseshit. Saying that they didn't want to wrestle them. like they wrestled them plenty of times. Oh no, Chris! Another thing, it wasn't even about them. They tried to play the unsafe worker on Oscar and Becky. The fuck out of here! Which Sasha Banks has wrestled Becky for a decade. A decade, <laughs> like a whole bunch. Of, any any of those women that were in that match. Are safe workers. They're good workers. Yeah, this is another thing that Fightful pulled up. They went, they so they got more reference on it, and they said none of the women backstage said that Sasha and Naomi didn't even say that. Yeah. So they shot themselves in the foot again because you think they're gonna go against the women to go go against their own people? Like what? Yeah. So that's why it it, it, it smells too funny. It smells funny. Yeah, it, and then all right, and then another thing, Vince didn't know when they left the building. Vince didn't notice until Roll was starting. Yeah, he's like, so you know, he <laughs> he's said, like, "Where's Sasha and Naomi? Are they left, sir? What? Yeah, <laughs> this, <laughs> this might have been the time where he was like, "Oh, I just rewrote the show. What? I just rewrote the show. What? Um, like ten minutes ago. What do you mean they're not here? So, so this is the craziest part, and I'm and then y'all can discuss on this. This is the last statement. Alright, so this statement was on from E News. Like, what the fuck? That's you already know this shit is bullshit. How E all of a sudden out here <laughs> spit, how they spooing this shit? So yeah. here's the thing. So E News obviously is branched with WWE because you know they under you know, yeah. um, NBC. So WWE shot themselves in the foot so bad that they started sending this to every media outlet outside of wrestling. So this is they so they said Sasha and Naomi's by the government name in this statement. So they basically said they unsafe, um, that they felt like they um, wasn't respected, blah, 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 as we said. But this is the kicker. They reported in the E! News statement that, oh, in the past, Sasha has had health is- um, mental health issues and shit to try to dog her out crazy. Like, mm-hmm. what? That's some shit like, oh, all right, she might not leave to another wrestling promotion, but we're going to fuck up a Hollywood bag. Because if you're making it, because Hollywood, if you did, like you said, stated earlier, oh, she ain't showing up, she doing this, she leaving. Oh, like, yeah, and, I, and, I, and the thing is, too, like, 
And that's why I said this this situation is it's not just off of one day and it's also just not from like a one mindset. They know, like Chris said, they know Sasha's money. And they know she also like it feels like maybe the grass is green on the other side. So like what they said, I think they wanted to like jump out and like you said, like kind of like meddled and like muddied like her reputation and it's fucked up, but I guess they're trying to play dirty just mm-hmm. so like to her it's not like you leaving WWE and next thing you know you're going to be getting deals out the ass because now it's going to be like a little it's going to be like a little like maybe like not pushback but people but like agency in Hollywood because they're going to take Vince's name um word and like what's it Nick Khan yeah and be like yo Nick the Mercedes good like uh I don't, I don't know she, she was I don't know I don't think she'll be good for the set they're like hey look Nick Nick said you're not good for the set so we're not going to hire you type shit but. It, I, I, it is what it is. We just gotta hear what the ladies gotta say if they ever gonna say anything. They yeah. haven't. They haven't. Um, they haven't said anything. Nothing has been talked about, and it won't be talked about because I'm pretty sure, like, you know, if this is real, this, you know, you know, it, it would have been said. But the fact that you're putting on this on on media outlets that have really nothing to do with professional wrestling in general. And come on, like, <laughs> like th- this already—it it smells like shit. Yeah, but given it, given it for the benefit of the doubt, even if it is real, um, I really, you know, who knows if maybe this is a way where there's like, hey, we're we're gonna do this and we're gonna end up splitting you guys and and do whatever. I'm like, I don't know what it is, but it just smells funny. They shot themselves in the foot too many damn times. There's too many different stories. I've I never seen, like, for we have, you know, WWE, you know, we judge the creative all the time, but from, like, a PR standpoint, i never seen them shot this, they sell no. this bag exactly. in a long time. Yeah, and then to make something like this public, what are you trying to, like, really, you know, you're trying to salt and, because at this moment, like... They're trying to make really, themselves feel like the victim. Like, yeah, the, like big, would, the like, big corporate is like, oh... We we got left we got left at the altar. We got wronged. They go, oh, they be they're bad. These are bad women. They're off, you know, they're off of business. They're off, you know, for themselves. I'm like, I've never seen this. And on top of that, it's not like they're like huge superstars. Like 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 they they are. But like let's say if if this was someone, let's say um, I don't know. Let's say if 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 some if something like this, let's say AJ Styles did something like this, he's like, "Fuck this, I'm walking out." Do you th- do you do you really think they would have made a a big hush about this? Mm-hmm. No. If you wanted to go even lower, if someone like, let's say Eva Marie said something and she didn't show up, do you think they're gonna they're gonna put salt in her name? No. Why this all of a sudden? Why everyone wants to leave? And I know there's also been there's been quite um, some rift between women and creative right now, and it's it's been a huge thing. And I remember a couple of weeks ago we had um, you know Ember Moon talk about how they wanted her to dress sexy and they wanted her to do <laughs> some race stuff, but it wasn't too long ago that a story also broke out with Tony Storm or why. She, she got her release, and it was also because of a, a comment and something that she did um, when they were on SmackDown. 
there was a, a little bit of a program with uh, with Tony Storm and Charlotte, and there was supposed to be a part where they wanted uh, Charlotte to rip uh, Tony Storm's uh, short off. Hey, yeah, and and a lot of these women, they're like, "Yo, we're not." It seems like they're they're trying to be very sexy and risque, like they're trying to be some diva shit. Like, no, we're not doing this shit anymore. Yeah, and it, and it's in all points to as somebody stated earlier, it points to one person coming back into um, management, Johnny Ace, yes. and and Bruce Pritchard. You know they people. They, it's they, people power. They both, you know, Bruce especially has stated on his podcast, you know, he doesn't. He's not very fond of women wrestling. No, um, but I think Bruce with with Bruce, um. I'm I'm a little bit on the on the cusp when it comes to Bruce Richard because I feel like he has a really good mind. I think he he does a lot, but Bruce Pritchard is he's an OG stooge. He's an uh, he's a WWE stooge, and whatever's being told, he will execute to the fullest. And that's that's what it comes in because he's not gonna fight anyone on it. That was the reason why Paul Heyman was scrapped out when he was one of the lead writers at one point for uh, was it was it Raw, Raw um, yeah, d- yeah, during Raw. during the uh, the Thunderdome area uh, era. Yeah, Raw, Raw. And he was supposed to be top guy making booking decisions and all this, and then every single time Vince was like, now. Ratings are down. None, none of this is working. It's like, yo, I'm building these guys up. Like, you want to talk about someone who was actually using these people that was stuck in catering? He's like, I had this. You know, I, I was booking, you know, the Hurt Business the way it should have been. That was my idea. Building up Finn Balor to where it should have. Same thing with Andrade. We have these people. This is the best time in us and for us to do this because we don't have house shows mm-hmm. anymore. We can't have people kind of get behind these people. We have to do it very slow and it has to be organic. It's like, you have to give me six months. And it was like, no, you have two, three months. It's not working where you're, where you're fired off this, of this, this position. We're not doing this. Yeah. It's, it's, they in a slippery slope with this one. Even even if they were just aiming this, because it seems like a lot of this stuff, especially the stuff they leak to non wrestling media, is mm-hmm. that like Sasha. But it's like you on a slippery slope because you know, you know, you know who Naomi married to. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know who's a family. You know, you know who's the top dog in your company. Like I'm not saying Roman's gonna say anything, but it just Roman's gonna be like, yo, yo, like. All right, man. What's really going on? I need this resolved. Yeah, like what's really hurt here? Now, and it's a, and it's like, <laughs> as, as we talk about like going into the summer, you know, WWE got four to five like big stadium shows. Mm-hmm. When they do big time media to stuff outside of wrestling, they need their big time stars. Gonna, yeah, this is gonna be a dark sh- a cloud. Like people gonna bring that up. It's not like a lot of wrestling media. They be on some you know dick riding shit when it comes to like. They, they 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 lob up the softballs because they they want the they want the they want the scoops. Yeah, yeah. For like big time companies like AWWE, they they they're not gonna push too hard. But if it's a, a, a like a like for instance, Ariel Hawani, he might push on mm-hmm. a couple other people. They they gonna be like, yo, yo, what's the real stuff going on here? You know, you got your two stars. You know, they missing in action. Like, what's going on? Like, and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like, I. Th- 
I, I want to I want to say they good. I don't think they I don't think they're gonna get fired. Yeah, uh, it's it is it'll be too. First of all, firing two black women that's wheelchair. Yeah, that's that's not something you want. Especially that we just broke news earlier that Stephanie just stepped down for a while and she was yeah. like basically the PR for the company and now she's not gonna be around. Who's gonna answer those questions now? She, like, she gonna she giving them niggas the magic. I ain't gonna be here. Stephanie, I'll give you a Yeah, I ain't gonna be here. <laughs> Yeah, like it's, it's it's like I don't think I think going to happen Monday night. I don't think like they were just reacting on frustration. Like they didn't really think that through at all. Like at, now it's not one stuff. Even when stuff was getting updated, they put the the, the statement out to the dirt sheet first. Then they put it on the website, and everybody yeah. on the website was ratioing the shit out of that shit. Everybody was in the comments bombing WWE. Like why would y'all even put that? They try to put it at twelve o'clock. Put the statement out. Like nigga, we seen that shit. Yeah, but then you, like. You had eight hours. You put in the statement out. And, oh, they're not gonna be here. We advertise. Like, y'all didn't advertise shit. That was never really put on it. Yeah, like let's get it. Even if you get into like wrestling content, first of all, we as you stated, Chris, Sasha and Naomi are SmackDown superstars. You know they tag champs, so they can switch brands. But you had no. Everybody can switch brands at this point. But but I'm just talking about just from like a, a number one contendership. On championship and, level, and let's talk about that. the women. Let's talk about the women that was on that show that night. You had Sonya Deville, Alexa mm-hmm. Bliss, Lacey Evans. Um, I'm pretty sure Carmella and um Zelina was in the back, and you had um. So that's five women that you could have just to replace Sasha and Naomi. You could have just left it right there. Y'all put y'all shot yourself in the foot on some. Yeah, I didn't have shit. to. Yeah, I didn't have to say shit. And even then, it was never even put that this, this was even going to be a six pack challenge match. That's that was the, never that was never put out there. Y'all could have made it even four. We are we making this a fatal four way to see who's gonna be the number one contender. Yeah, like you said six, like oh no, that was a typo. Yeah, nah, like y'all doing too much. Y'all don't have to put all, and say all all that stuff could have been handled internally, like everything else has been, and that's why, I, I, like some people have been saying, and you know, like even Booker T who. Who has his real Uncle Tom moments? <laughs> Book of Tom. Book of Tom. <laughs> Even he's like, I don't know what's going on. I want to hear. I want to hear Sasha Banks and why all of a sudden you want to hear Sasha Banks and Naomi side of this was like if this really happened because you know Booker T he'll follow the line he's like oh this is what happened this is bad this is unprofessional he shouldn't have said this because even Ember Moon who's his girl who he hand in hand personally trained. Back in H Town, and when she made the comment when that she was in that meeting for two hours, and they basically told her, like you need to dress a little bit more sexy and show some ass, and she was like, "Nah, <laughs> that's the reason I left because I wasn't about that." And Booker T literally shot her in the face and was like, "Oh, you can't, you can't go out and say that in management. You got to do what's told." Like, no, fuck you. And I, you know why? I don't Who told her to show some ass? Was it was it Johnny or Bruce? Um, I don't know which one of the Stooges, but that was one of the meetings that, um, that I'm was that was said. on the bulletin board. You gotta show some ass. No, yeah. but that was what talked. They were like, we want you to be, um, a little bit more sexy. She said, so basically, you kind of want us to be Mandy Rose, mm-hmm. and it wasn't even a knock at her. But with, with Mandy Rose, it works for her, and even not like it's her thing. You want us? You, you're trying to tell us that we need to be more sexy and and dress a little bit more risque so we can get a little bit more audiences. Like. No, what's next? 
three three minute matches. Nah, you know that's why, already here. You know why Booker T? I feel like he didn't toe the line this time because it's like yo, like I said, you got two black women, and it, this became mm-hmm. real public in a real way. With like, mm-hmm. yo, you really got to toe the line. What you really saying this time? This is outside even wrestling now. This is in the public fit. I've seen people on Twitter. I haven't watched wrestling since fucking Rockin' Hogan and all this shit. Is going. <laughs> Niggas is like, yo, what the fuck is going on in WWE right now? Nigga, you have rappers and shit. Niggas is like, yo, what the fuck? Because niggas know Sasha Banks, so they like, what? Sasha leaving? Wait, she getting, they left the building. What? Like, what the fuck is this man doing over there? Like, niggas is wildin' on Monday. I was going to say, you know what? I was feeling like the scrambling of what WWE, I feel like, also played a part in it. It's the it's the Phil Brooks PTSD. Like the CM Punk walkout is probably like one of the biggest black eyes from from that company. Yeah, because but... they, they 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 left a lot of money on the floor with Punk. I, I don't care. Like I get the I get the machine is still rolling and shit, but money is money. But it wasn't even that. So this was he. I think for Punk. It it was a buildup that was a it was like it was a shoot that WWE also shot themselves in the foot because this was the angle he was like you know the infamous pipe bomb and all of this shit like that was a shoot it was an angle but it it was one of those things where you know it it imitated you know it, it imitated role like you know how to say what is it art imitates real life mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened it's funny actually much of punk too because um like. Um, your man Mark Cargano, he sort of was trying to joke about it, and then CM Punk put him in check. Like, you telling all these jokes, you ain't have people back when they was going against management back in the day. Yeah, and you got to remember, Stone Cold did the same shit. Yeah, yep. I remember. No, but the I thing, Stone Cold, but Stone Cold came back and he played nice and that. Like you see, he's yeah. still there. Hold on, but, hold on. But, but they, I'll, they hold on. They shitted on Stone Cold that whole summer. They really flew the Rock in from a movie set. To shit on Stone Cold the next Monday. Yeah, now, I know. I remember that because that, that was the first time I ever heard the term "took the, took his ball and go oh, home." Oh, and I was oh. like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "The fuck Ooh. is that shit?" <laughs> he took yeah. his he took his ball and went home. And honestly, with some of the stuff, like let's say with Stone Cold, I mean, I don't think it was. It it, it I I want I don't want to say it was justifiable, but I. I I get why he was just like, yo, I'm not doing this. And if you remember specifically why he ended up taking his ball and left was yeah. they wa- it was a uh, King of the Ring qualifiers and they wanted him to go up against Brock on free TV. Now, now we said that. I think um, I'm gonna say, I just think like, you know what it also too, because they're looking at it because like, like, like growing, like the way they run the Fed. It was like yeah. Vince's way or the highway. Like shit happens, yeah. but now it's becoming like like very patterned behavior for like people now to be like, yo, if I don't want to do this shit, I'm out. So as a company, they're like, yo, yo, these motherfuckers are fighting back. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They're yeah, like, hold up, now, now, now we can't be having everybody and their mama if they don't like a decision saying, you know what, Vince, I'm not going over. All right, fuck y'all. Just pay me when y'all pay me. Yeah. And I don't even think it's about even going over. It's just like. Or they don't like it or something. It's a lot of the. Sh- it's a lot of booking shit that makes no fucking sense at all, and that's what a lot of people like. Look, it doesn't matter if you have me lose, you have me lose, 
But let's make it interesting. Don't have me do all this shit where there's no payoff, no nothing. No one is benefiting from no one's benefiting anything from this, but you're just doing it with no common sense. And you and I, there's been a lot of talks where a lot of these people, even in creative, don't know what the fuck they're doing. Most of these guys aren't wrestling fans. But then you also have a thing where let's say if maybe a good idea is pushed through, Vince. And like, hey, you know, I just put all this work on a weekend so we can have a show in on Monday. Vince shows up and he's probably rewriting the whole show on his way to the arena. And it'd be like, I saw saw the the notes. I didn't like any. I just rewrote the whole thing. Yeah. You know how bad it got to be, though, that Naomi was scheduled to win the match and have a title match with Bianca and she still left? (laughs) Yeah, it's a fluffer. It was literally, it was a filler. Like there was, there was gonna be no build up to this whatsoever. It was gonna be a waste of time. Obviously, we know Bianca is the, you know, she's the it girl right now. That you know, the the company's gonna be backing off on it. But we already knew what the program was gonna be. It was gonna be some nonsense bullshit. Yeah. And they 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 would have obviously needed to have Naomi turn heel. She was obviously going to go into that match. Like, it, it was going to be bullshit. It wasn't going to be good. It wasn't going to be great TV. It wasn't going to be a great match. It wasn't going to be great booking. And, like, they all fed up with it. Yeah, like, yo, yeah. you, guys, you guys have nothing for me. And as, um, you know, as in the next two years, as we're going to talk about another company later on, with WWE and AEW getting, you know, in two years, they're getting new deals, rights deals. So there's a lot of money. In the wrestling mm. state, so if one company not doing something for me, I'm gonna go to the other one. Yeah. So and it's still and it's still New Japan and Impact and Freddie Prince said he's gonna throw his hat in the wrestling. Yeah, room. I seen that yeah. as well. Freddie said he got the budget. And with this leave of absence, I wouldn't be surprised if Paul and Stephanie. I don't know if there's a no compete, but I feel like Triple H is not done in the wrestling business, and if he can get away from Titan Towers. I wouldn't be surprised if he wa- if he launches nah. his own promotion. Yeah. Oh. I I I think it it won't. I don't think as much as we would want it. I think things would have to go down really south. But Triple H will. I don't. I don't see him leaving WWE anytime soon. Um, unless he's like legitimately forced out. Yeah. Um, what if he wants to leave? Uh, he's he not can in leave. when he you're hurts. in when you're when you're in the WWE management like that and you're in the, you're there, you're in there for life. Yeah, but that's oh. what I'm saying. Like Stephanie, like leaving now, because that's the thing. You know what? You know what this reminds me. When she well, like this, you know what this announcement reminded me of as soon as it like came out. It what? reminds me when you about to like hook up with a girl at a party or at a function, and you and, like one of y'all like goes upstairs first. Oh. And then you let like, like, and then the other person like follows, you know, like like five or ten minutes after. You just don't want to make it hot. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is it. I feel like Stephanie saying now, like, hey, look, I'm out. WWE will be family, but and that's what I'm saying because she put it on Twitter too. Like, so it's not like some business shit where they say, oh, Stephanie's taking a leave of absence. She's nah. tweeted, I'm gone. It was it was in a lot of different places. She's like, I want to focus on like. On family, she want to do this, she want to do that. Yeah, honestly, Stephanie needed a break because she didn't even get to take a break when Triple H. When she nah, she was there. she was told she was out here, yeah, holding down a family. Yeah, she put on like she 
she really got what well, he got three daughters, you know. She works yeah. school. She's going to, all over the country, all over the world and shit. Like she's like, yo, I need some I need some downtime. Like I'm you know, it's like I'm burnt out. And that's that's a legitimate thing. Yeah, yeah. I think Stephanie because Stephanie, that's not it's not like the that's her first time leaving the company and shit. Like Okay. She's leaving the company. She's yeah. like, "Yo, I'm. I'll be back. Yeah, I, like, I need some time off. Like every time her and Shane leave, it people try to make a big deal of it, but they always come back. You know, yeah. as long as Vince is there, they're gonna come back and shit like that. But like, well, all this shit at the end of the day, like, kind of just going back to you know to Sasha Naomi. It, it's all it's it's OBS, and it's a, you know you have Meltzer out here talking about like, oh, with all my contacts, you know, no WWE talent." Um, is supporting nine or one of them. It's such bullshit, yo, man. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, get yeah. the fuck out of here. Talks about WWE. Ever since he re- he reported that story that Roman fake got fake cancer, like, all right, man, all right, all right, man. I know you don't like WWE. Come on, you saying dudes got fake cancer? Come on, man. Like, like yeah, that was wild. I don't know how you could tweet that unless he had like. Unless he had like medical reports from like his doctor, oh, like, I don't know how the hell you could tweet that. Yeah, we shit. know there's different stages of cancer. You know, there's some worse, there's some less. But come on, my man, like, like stop it, dog. Like, come on, it's like it even gets to the point where Moses says some stuff. Even Brian Alvarez is like, all right, man, just, just shut up, <laughs> just shut up, dog. Like, you're taking it too far. You're taking it too far. So, like, let's let let's put this out of vote. Do you think this is real? Or a work? No, nah, this is real. This is real. All right. Teach. Just for that, just for that E statement. If you look, if you go on E right now and look at the statement, just a, al- just alone, just well, the way that they just like throw their government name in it, and all this like hmm. they wouldn't do that for a story like that. They wouldn't send all this, that personal stuff to other outside media, um, for for a work to do a story on. You got to work the gimmick. That's true. Yeah, but this is this 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 gone too far though. Like even in this time sensitive time now, you dragging two black girls like this and nah, that's a little that's a PR you don't want. Yeah, I, I was, I'm gonna say because I'm gonna learn my lesson from Stone Cold actually having a match at wrestling. In the words of Chris, never say never. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ninety percent, ninety six percent real, four percent work. And just because, and just because, um, it, even if it's not a work, if they come back, that don't mean like it didn't happen. It just, you know, they came to a compromise on something. You know, they might not come back. You know, to like SummerSlam or some shit, one of the big events. But you know, it's it's one of those things. Like everybody needs. Cool I can't. Yo, I would love to be a fly on the wall that next meeting that Vince and Sasha, if they ever have. Because the thing, like I said about with the PTSD, she's done this shit twice on him. Yeah. But and like the first, like though. the first time, Vince can be like, "I, right, you blew up, you left, you came back, we broke bread, we good." You gonna do this shit again? Yeah. On I mean, me? I mean, Vince loved that. Like you said, I love confrontation. You got what you wanted. For like, me, look, it's 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 fifty fifty for me. It's a it's a fifty fifty work. 50-50, like, this shit is real, and it did happen. I'm not convinced on either side of what's what. But I'm just saying, it smells, it stinks, they've done too much. Mm-hmm. There's too many stories, nothing is consistent. Everyone is saying this, everyone's saying that, I don't know what to believe anymore. It's the it's the Will Smith slap all over again. I'm like, y'all, y'all doing too much, come on. 
Like this this is un this is not necessary. Y'all just y'all just literally just throwing shit out there, see what happens, and then have them somehow come back in some, some capacity when let's say, hey, they vacated the titles, these chicks come back and they make a whole big thing. It's like who knows? Even even it's kind of like similar to when CM Punk's contract was coming up, and he was like, "I'm gonna win. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna retain my title against John Cena. I'm gonna walk out of this and show my title to, you know, go and defend the title with Ring of Honor or New Japan. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's a it's a fifty fifty for me. I hope they lean into this on Monday and have him. Have John Laurinaitis be the new tag women's tag team champion. <laughs> My man Vacant got another title. Nah, it's John. John, like I said, they should play up the story. Have him be the fucking champion. Or I would like, love it. I would and like he has an office. Like if they if they can they can really run with this. Like how like like you said, you can like work with like reality. You blur the lines a little bit. Had mm-hmm. people power come out, but we had an incident with two female superstars. They threw me the belt, so guess what? I'm the champion. You could probably make a skit out of it, give him an office. I don't think it. I don't think they will go the route. I think they'll go the classic route where they'll have maybe one of the women talk about it and like drag their names in the mud. Had Billy come out tell her that Sasha took a ball yeah, and her I corgi mean, and went back home. I mean, I don't know when when Bailey's coming back. <laughs> it wouldn't even be it wouldn't even be the ball. They were like Sasa took her blue hair and went home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, who, like who knows? Yeah. But well, it's just it's just you know. I, I just I don't I don't trust anything. And in hey. in in day in this day and age in uh professional wrestling you you sometimes almost have to take things with a grain of salt now that's real shit and that's and that's and that's how I'm taking it all right and speaking of more more WWE news Roman Reigns mm-hmm. has announced well not even announced. This didn't even get properly announced. Roman did a house show like last week in New Jersey, and he basically, after the end of the show, said, I don't know if I'm ever coming back here again. You know, everybody got sad and teared up. And then it was like later reported on um, Roman has a new contract. He's going to do less B shows on the road, and he's not going to work certain pay per views. Basically, some, some, somewhat of the Brock Lesnar contract. Um, I also believe that they're also there. I think WWE is also they're obviously they're all in on Roman. Mm-hmm. He's obviously the face of the company. He's their top guy. Um, what does that mean when you become the top guy? You're gonna be out on the. You're gonna be out on the road. You're gonna be doing a lot of. Uh, um, publicity. You're going to be doing a lot of stuff that's not WWE related, but you will be the ambassador. And I think this is kind of like a little bit of a quick, uh, a little swift into, hey, we're going to transition you to be this Hollywood star now. Yeah, this reminds me of like 
like when Cena came back after like doing train wreck. Yeah. <clears throat> I think this is um I think this is a route they're gonna end up taking. Um hey, if you're working less less house shows, you're not gonna be working every pay per view, you got a very favorable deal. You know, Roman is still young. Ish. You know, he's what, 30, uh, 36? Yeah. yeah. You know, um, you know, you, you, you still got a lifelong. You know, um, with, with him saying that, what, they, you know, this getting publicized, um, and then they saying, I think, I don't think past SummerSlam, he has any dates. Um, you know, people are speculating, you know, obviously one of the belts is coming off him. And who's gonna take the belt? Cody. There's been some theories, Cody. <laughs> but but there's talks about they're gonna milk the whole Cody thing and make it happen at perhaps they're gonna milk the run? They might milk the run, or if he does drop one of the titles, could be to someone. Um word on the block is they wanna have Cody win it at WrestleMania. I would like that. Cause then, and it's, just, that, it's a yeah, built up. Yeah, because especially that would be a WrestleMania moment, and I feel like that deserves the biggest stage. Especially this is why the con. This is why you sign him to a yeah. contract like that. Him winning means, even though this 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 um the sport is scripted or whatever, but that achievement will mean so much to him and in the family. Like it deserves to be on WrestleMania, and it deserves to be shared with a, the biggest house possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, yeah, there's been speculation also, um, cause they doing a show at the SummerSlam, um, in the UK, right? They doing the, the Carter show and the, the built up, a lot of the reason they doing that show, Drew McIntyre was, at, you know, for a year now, like let's do SummerSlam, the 30 year anniversary in the UK. So he didn't get SummerSlam, but he got this. Mm-hmm. So there's been speculation that Drew might get a belt at the UK show as well. Hmm. So you know, one I think one of these shows, the next four coming events, Roman's gonna drop a belt. To who could be could be very very interesting. Um, I think it's definitely not Cody's time. So anyone who who who's gonna say, hey, he's gonna be he's gonna end up winning it at SummerSlam? I think it's too soon. Yeah, yeah, that would uh, definitely be too soon. Way too soon. You can have him. You, they can go as much as possibly one of two ways. I'm like, give him the rumble. Give him the, the, the traditional That's, rumble mania. Yeah. Like, you don't got to, like, overbook it. I was thinking either that or, I mean, how long would you milk it if he ends up winning Money in the Bank? Because no, I think also think I, think I think that's too soon. And then maybe, and I feel like maybe Money in the Bank is better off in somebody else's hand. Oh, one thing me, go ahead. A little tidbit. So I know y'all didn't get to see backlash. You guess who did the commercial for Money in the Bank? Cody. Ooh. Yeah. So he stated during the little thing, if you ca- you know, you get the money in bank, you could cash it at WrestleMania. Mania. He yeah. It like that. So you know, and, you know. And I think that could just be that could just be a way to do it. It's just like, hey, I'm like ca- I can win this. I'm cashing this at WrestleMania. They could still have The Rock 
match. Yeah, yeah. After the match. Um, but in in order for him to win it this soon, um, doesn't make any sense. They could do they could do the rumble. Um, but we, we all in agreement though. He's gonna win the belt with Roman. Right? Yeah, he has to. Yeah, I it, who's it doesn't even have to be against Roman. No, but it's gonna happen against Roman though. I don't know. Um, I don't think there's only one person that I can honestly say should be the one to at least dethrone one of his to get one of his titles, and I think uh, it's time Drew McIntyre becomes that person. Just to take one. Just to take one. Okay. I think Drew would be. Because we never, we never really got champ. We never got to see live champ Drew face as Drew. a champ. Like we never got that. We got that during the Thunderdome time, and we never really seen it, like him he, being a champion. He, he didn't get his flowers. He, 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 get, he no, he didn't. He, he, he didn't he, get he, that pop. He didn't get that. He didn't get that pop. He didn't get his flowers. He didn't get a chance to really smell it and enjoy it. I think he is the only person. That can be like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna take one of these titles from Roman. and and from Roman. I think Drew is the guy. I don't know anyone else at at this moment that will do that. And, and, you, I think, and you, I'm about to say you'll you'll give him like one should be happening at like the overseas stadium show, right? Yeah, that's. I think that's happening. Like the way that they just like the way that Drew pitched for that last year. He was like, "Yeah, we couldn't get the SummerSlam thing, but you got, we got you on the UK joint." I mean, we got that pay per view in um, in I, what is it, Cardiff? Yeah, in Wales. Um, why would that not be the show to do it? Drew's on the poster. Yeah, why would that not be the show to like? Hey, I'm gonna win. first of all the fuck. I I'm only imagining the fucking pop that's going to fucking go down. He ends up winning. Uh, he ends up winning one of those titles. <laughs> Dog, I think they did the pre-sale, and that shit gonna be like seventy, eighty thousand people. Bro, that shit sold out. They over people over people. There's been more people that register for the pre-sale. There's not gonna be enough tickets, so they're already expecting this. Is this is gonna be a complete sellout? I can imagine though. I'm selling out over there. So, like, if it was to happen. That would be the perfect place, and then you won't have to, you don't have to see Roman um, anytime soon. Yeah, it's the perfect, and it's right before like the quote unquote season. The, the yeah. season starts again, the draft and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, it'll be the it'll be the time Roman can do whatever he needs to. I think they're gonna go the route of. He doesn't have to show up on every show. They're gonna do the kind of like a very Brock Esh thing, but so you know, still show up for TV. Yeah, that's, that's another thing about like on the SmackDown side. You know, they do consistent good numbers. Yeah, you know, main reason is that is because of Roman, and then you know they got Ronda there now. People don't like Ronda, but she gets up. <laughs> and then um, but the biggest component was that was Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you got somebody like Roman on TV, Sasha can hold TV down on the number side, like. And then Fox don't don't give a fuck who they. They be like, why the fuck the ratings taking? Yeah. Nah, actually, on the contrary, like Fox is they're very possessive on who 
should still be on there. Like they've, uh, they they gave. Uh, no, that's Vince. what I'm saying. Fox, because then Vince gonna come into Fox like, hey, look, Roman out, Sasha dipped on us, Ronda not doing so well. Like, can you give us a break? And they be like, uh, boy, you on national TV with a lot of money, give yeah, us some that, SmackDown. That's Fox. Don't fuck around. Like they promote. Like, hey, this is a SmackDown person on Fox. We're promoting this Fox SmackDown person on the NFL on Fox Sports. On this and that, like they're very, very, very good with that. They're not so big on having their champions going floss on other networks. Mm-hmm. They're not too big on that, but they're very possessive. They're like, yeah, we want our ratings, but we want our people that we know we're gonna fucking market. Yeah, I think the biggest thing too, draft time. Like I'm calling it out. Becky's going to um, Fox. She's going to SmackDown. Like when draft comes, she's gonna go over to SmackDown. And that means Seth has to jump over also. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, somebody's gonna have to take care of the kid. But that's what I'm saying. Like all this switching, I think they they really just need to get consolidated and just become one brand again. Because yeah, all this switching that's, that's does happen. not nah. make fucking sense. Won't won't happen. There's too much. For, look at look at it like this. WWE right now, they're caking off. Two networks that's nah, they are caking now. Nah, they are big time money. Two huge networks with NBC and Fox rivals, and they're just like, yeah, they double we, dipping. They double dipping. We got that. <laughs> they double dipping in the TV money. Like we doing, we doing us. We not only making, we we still making money off the WWE network in Europe. We got that NBC Comcast money. We got Saudi money. <laughs> we got that Arab oil money. Yeah, they, yeah, it's gonna get very interesting in 2024 when they when they ink a new deal. Cause yeah, who, now, the person who they ink it with. Yeah, cause now yeah, cause now it's like yo, every time they do a quarterly now, they going over projections like by a lot. So now it's like yo, the numbers is there. You gonna mm-hmm. have to come with a big offering price because we doing billions now. But now I'm very curious because, like, did they? I mean, has there ever been an announced of when the draft date might happen? Could it be like after SummerSlam or some shit? It's most likely gonna be after the UK show because I think the UK shows or the wait, I think the Saudi shows in October, matter of fact. Yeah. So like last year they did the remember they, remember they did the bullshit when they did the draft but then they did the Saudi show that shit was dumb <laughs> yeah they should have just hold hold off to do the draft after the Saudi show but yeah it's gonna probably be around that range around like um when Monday Night Football comes back and stuff I'm like mm, eh y'all doing too much yeah but. Yeah, it's gonna be like, but that's gonna be that deal that WWE gets. That's gonna be great for wrestling. Cause next to go into our next story, that's gonna benefit AEW. Cause AEW has the same thing. They get a new deal in twenty twenty four as well. Mm-hmm. They're already getting one forty right now. Projections, as certain analysts say, they're gonna get like four or five times more that coming up with their budget. Um, it's been. A lot of speculation, as Chris said. A lot of rumors. So, we're just going to report, and then y'all can say if it's false or not. 
But MJF, you know, he wants more bread before 2024, before his contract is up. And Tony Khan is like, that's a dub. You're going to stick with the money you're getting paid now, and then we talk after the fact. Um, He, last week on Dynamite, he took a little swipe at it. I don't know if y'all peep. Um, He keeps doing um, podcasts talking about the jump possibly to WWE. So we know MJF is always in character, so is it a work? Is it not? I think it's a little wild because it's like you asking for more money, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what your deal is up in two years. So, what if you get the more money now and you still go to WWE? That's gonna make Tony Khan look a dumbass. Yeah, yeah, super. So yeah, it's 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 a lot of things. Every week he's been going on podcasts and talking about you know talking about bread and stuff. I'm like, you showing your hand too much. Even WWE is gonna be starting with the high man. He's like, oh, I'm going. I'm gonna go to the highest bidder. Yeah, they are. Um, MJF does have a close relationship with Bruce Prichard. Yeah, and Cody Rose. So some people are speculating, like, who's putting this in his ear? Yeah, I'm trying to money. figure out who the fuck is gonna be next. And I think WWE fans they don't want to admit it. They trying to figure out who's gonna be next too. Um, because like, when is? I mean, you look at it as. Who's going to be the next AEW guy to jump ship? Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Yeah, but I, I think the. I said. But I, I think I, he said a girl. But I'm, I'm just. I feel like what Chris is saying, too. They waiting for, like, who's that next main AEW piece that's going to, like, hop back over or, or come over? <clears throat> because Cody <laughs> has given that, like, when Cody's on TV, I don't know. On on WWE, like it feels like a shot in the arm, yeah, in a sense. So I, I feel like they're just waiting on like who's going to be next or like who they have like they um. Oh, well, yeah. Now let me give their initial statement. Was right, fight for reporters. They said MJF, you know, he's dis- displeased with his current contract. Um. Oh, also, certain people in the AEW locker room don't feel like MJF should be talking on this. And stuff like that, like it's causing chaos back. But he's not the only person in the AEW locker room that feels this way. He's the only one saying this. About he's the honest being vocal about it. Yeah, so they saying um, like there's no structure backstage. A few weeks ago, Shahid has stated the same thing on an interview. This goes back to Big Swole's comments with her and Tony Khan. A few months ago, it got swept sort of under the Cody Rose road. You know, she stated before she left that, you know, everything looks cool on TV, but backstage is no structure. Yeah. And that's kind of where they're like, we get what we can do here. We can have that creative freedom. We just we're we're told, hey, this is who's going to go up and over. But there's no there's no structure. It's kind of like a little bit of a free for all. And it's kind of like if you're used if you're used to doing uh, having a routine and doing something else, you go somewhere else. It's like, yeah, it's cool to have this, but it's also kind of like cool to kind of have a direction of where things should be going. Right. And it hasn't been, you know, put out there. Yeah, a couple of people, you know, you know, Joey Janela, Brian Cage. You know, they stated, you know, their opinions about stuff. 
as we know now, a couple of these guys are gone. Marco Stunt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people, like we stated before on the pod, like, you know, you had guys that was in there 2019, 2020. They deals up. They didn't get to get re-signed. They signed a lot of ex-WWE people. So it's now, it's looking like the roster's real full. Some people looking like, yo, son, like, I ain't eating. Even um, even um, the Dark Order homeboy dipped out. Oh yeah, yeah, you you was talking about that the other day, right? Yeah. Yep. Which that was a shock to me because they're very prominent, like on TV. So it's not like yeah. he was like on dark and shit. But that that just goes like what you showed. Like maybe everything ain't as happy as in AEW land as like they try to make it out to be. You know what I feel like because with the two YouTube shows, right? You sometimes you have people that's on Dynamite that show up. So I feel like there's no structure. As you said, there's no structure there, so it's not like a hierarchy. Like, all right, you got the main guys on Dynamite, then they might pay on Rampage sometimes, and then you got the people that's you know a work in progress on the YouTube shows. But sometimes, a lot of times, the people that's on Rampage and Dynamite, you know, they go to the YouTube show, but some of the YouTube people don't pop up on Dynamite. So there's a lot of lack of structure there. So people like. If there was like a hierarchy, like say, like when WWE had like velocity and heat, you had your velocity and heat guys. Definitely did. And then like you had Raw, obviously with the A show, and before like SmackDown was like the brand split. That was like the recap show. And now they're gonna have the um, Ring of Honor show, so it's, it's a lot of moving parts. It's a lot it's, of money. It's a lot of a lot of things going on. Yeah, so you know, twenty twenty four is gonna be very interesting. Cause I, I don't know, but I'm again, I'm just very curious to see who's gonna be the next guy to to jump over. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's gonna um, be Kenny Omega. How y'all feeling about the, <laughs> double, the double or nothing card so far? Um, and keep it honest with you, bro. I just know CM Punk versus Hangman Page. <laughs> All right, good, good thing I got the list right here. So you got um, they're doing the the Jurassic Express versus Team Taz. Okay. And versus it's a triple threat tag. Um, and then Keith Lee and Swerve. Okay, that's a um, cool match. Is yeah. that a gimmick? So far, it's just a three way tag. Um, okay, I had a feeling. I thought that was like a gimmick match. Then we got either Kyle O'Reilly or Samoan Joe versus Adam Cole for the um, Owen Hart finals. Oh, that's going to be Joe, but who knows? <laughs> and then to be determined, the women's finals match, we got Thunder Rosa versus Serena. And then we got Jericho's crew versus Eddie Kingston, Santana Ortiz, and a Blackpool Combat Club. But is that match still? Because he, I already took like a crazy like freak accident. Who? Yeah. Uh, Debra. Yeah, yeah. He his foot got caught. Oh yeah. So I don't know what's that going was on. a that was a very uh, did you guys get to check? I mean, there there's not a video on how it happened. They just show his foot getting caught in between the ramp and the ring, and then it took him like ten minutes to try to get his foot out. He was limping. Yeah, but he got you know he was able to you know leave on his own accord. And I was like, "What the fuck happened?" Yeah, that was a weird accident. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. That shit was hella weird. 
Anything else on the card? Oh, that's it. Um, then they got um Hookin, Denhausen, Hookhausen. I actually like that tag team. I like it. Versus Tony Nese and Mark Sterling. But you know why I like that? You know why I like that tag team so much? Because it's it's like like how we always talk about like the natural progression of like wrestling is like the story of like your first match to like maybe main event. Like add add in like like cutting your teeth and like doing shit in the ring to like build you up. I feel yeah. like this is perfect for him. Like he's uh, not he's not he's not he's not a title contender. No. He's not a main event guy. He's popular. So you give him like this little jokey tag team to like start like this is how you like start the ball rolling to like getting like title shots and then making yourself more legit on TV. Disclaimer: Um, that match is gonna be on the pre-show. So I have, I have my, I think I've expressed my feeling on Dan Hookhausen. Okay, (laughs) Dan Housen, I'm, I'm, I get. I think the thing is stupid. I, I guess this this is me putting my my Jim Cornette hat on. Oh, yeah! I don't think Chris ever puts his like old. I man never. I, no, no, hat. no. You down I for never the party? Do. <laughs> I, I'm I'm always. I, you know me. I'm always. I'm always down for like. Yeah, you you let it rock. You let it. Like, I let it rock it out. You hear it out first. I think I, I I never got it. I think understanding it a little bit. I guess he's, they're trying to go for like. A little bit of a ghoulish, funny act. I think it's fucking stupid and retarded. Um, this should not be in TV. How he has a contract, I don't know. But more power to him. But it's this whole hook and housing thing. It piques my interest, and I it's a it's a nice little odd couple playoff. And I think this can be kind of like. That unexpected, like kind of like a rock and sock connection that can possibly really take off. Like lightning in a bottle. Yeah, like a nice little short term or possibly a nice little, a nice decent run where this works. I've never really seen how Dan Housen really wrestles like that in the ring. I've never really seen his stuff. This guy was just a random dude who was on TV. And I remember seeing him on like, uh, Comic Con taking photos with John Cena, and John mm-hmm. Cena's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Really. <laughs> who the fuck are you? <laughs> who the fuck are you? Like, who, who who are you, my guy? Like, what, what is? Are you? I'm assuming you're. You know, you're here for Comic Con. Is like, no, this is me. Um, so I, I I'm starting to understand what they're what this is, and I feel like this, you know. The crowd is something. It's like one of those stupid things the crowd can, can possibly, you know, get behind. Yeah. Time will time will tell. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not a I'm, I'm not a fan of that house and like that. But who knows? I I'm always letting I'm I'm always one of those people that would just let it rock and yeah. see what happens. And I'm assuming they're gonna put MJF Warlow on this card, which has oh. been like the hottest story on Dynamite. Overdue. Yeah, Warlow's been picking up some steam. Yeah, baby Dave Batista. It's a nice, nice, uh, nice run, nice build up. They've been, they've been doing this low key, um, and it's coming out. 
Yeah, then you know. I I, I also want to. This is kind of side fact. I kind of want to um, praise. Just give a little a little tiny praise to CM Punk for his troll last week coming out with the Islanders uh, John Tavares jersey. Oh, mm-hmm. you pressed it. <laughs> you pressed that one. No, um, I, no, I'm joking. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like I, I was like I appreciate. It's not the first time he's trolled um, Islander fans. He did that when he when he first came back, and they had a show at the um, at the barn, and he was just kind of like going off. You know, Punk being a, a huge Blackhawks fan, he's like, you know, you know the Islanders are bad when because I think they just played the the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, I'm assuming this probably was like a preseason game or something like that. It's like, you know, they're bad. I know we're bad, but you guys are bad when you guys lose to us. <laughs> and this was, you know, Punk coming in, you know, baby face. And yeah. doing this is just like, I mean, are you trying to be a heel? Yeah, they was born the shit out of him. <laughs> he was. And, and that's the only time he's ever done it. Um, obviously, this never would have. You know, this never would have uh, crossed creative line if he was still at the. Hey, you know, was that at, hockey? That's not WWE merch. Phil, no, it's, it, it's not even so much of WWE merch, but it's like, hold up, you're supposed to be a baby face, and you're out here trolling fans. No, this is this is not a thing. Yeah, they were giving him that Shawn Michaels Montreal heat. Yeah. Well, John Cena was a baby face, and he was trolling fans. Not like that. He was he did the fucking heel turn in the ring. You remember he was like, I should add to my five moves to do. You remember that like promo? <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> that was like when he was like like cutting back at like the internet snark at you don't remember that? Yeah, I remember that. That was actually like hilarious. He's like, I should add to the five moves of doom. <laughs> but John Cena's always been that low-key troll though. I get what you mean, yeah. Because even even the well, how he got popular, he was being the agnostic white rapper that will, that will cut you. Yeah, he was a platinum, the prototype, Mister Untouchable. Yeah, I still ne- I'll still never forget. That was like the last time I I marked out. Oh, when he came back as Thugonomics? Yeah, I was like, I was like, I, I think that was like. Especially in the beginning when it first came out, like I was a really big Cena fan with uh with it. I know there's a a, a former coworker of ours who would beg different. Uh or, or that they they, they they weren't in the chain game. Yo, CJ hates him. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He sweat oh he went platinum. I don't believe that. He's like, nah, nah he I think it went platinum. Yo, my man went officially went platinum. He was just like I won't be surprised like when we like 20 years from now, that should be close to diamond. I was like back then, I was just like, yo, you went platinum, you went like you can't take that away from me. He's like, nah, he's a scrub, he's this, he's that. I was like, yo, but my man went platinum. Platinum rapper, bro. And I remember like, you know, um, you know, when he, you know, his kid was born. I was like, yo, don't be surprised. Becomes a, you know, becomes a Cena fan. Your kid becomes a Cena fan. And what you going to do then? She's going to be rapping like, oh, you know, you know, thug life. And you're like, nope, we ain't, we ain't doing this. <laughs> we, 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 ain't, we ain't doing this. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, just having, you know, my baby and me time. And he was like going through like wrestling. I was like, 
He's gonna become a Cena fan. Watch. Like yo, throwing a throwing a match when he came throwing the rumble when he came back at, at the garden. Oof. They're like, you let me tell let me tell you about this match. My man broke his neck, came back two weeks later, and showed up at the rumble, number 30, rocking his hustle. Loyalty and respect. New York exposed itself that night. They saw they hated Cena. They, everybody, everybody was, everybody popped. But I felt like, but this was was my one disappointment of him showing up at at Mania with a Thugonomics, because uh, who did he wrestle that night? Actually, mm, Cena when he came back as Thugonomics. Yeah, I forgot who. Who he had his impromptu match with? I'm trying to think, cause that was not wasn't it Corbin or not? Nah. Yeah, it might have been. Was it Corbin? Cause the year before was Taker. That was what was that WrestleMania 30? Was that 35? 35. Right? 35. Um, was that Elias? I think it was Elias. I was on the yeah, like he had a bit. It definitely yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. Elias. It was with Elias, and I feel like at that time they they could have switched it up. And I feel like Elias was already over. Yeah, that was he, when after Elias did the Seattle shit that got major, like major major heat. Not only that, but I remember even the year before that, that was New Orleans, and I remember he was he was getting a lot of like really. Really good pops. He was he, he did like two random shows on Bourbon Street on a couple of these like shows. Him actually like playing, but Cena come like I felt Cena that should have been his time. Like yeah, I'm gonna come in as a heel because he came in with this whole like New York Yankees type of you know old school highlight. We were all like, what the fuck's going on? He should have came out some Boston Red Sox shit. Mm-hmm. Wear a throwback um, Ted Williams jersey. Or something. He could have even done a Pedro or or whoever. Manny, you saying? Like you could have, you could have gone that way. Like you still would have gotten that pop. Being like, damn, he's wearing that Red Sox jersey, but I fucking love that he came back with this. <laughs> you left you you leaving fans on like, on like I don't know what to make of this now. Yeah, that pop was crazy. Now that was yeah. no pop. I remember mouthing off the lyrics to that shit from beginning to end. <laughs> You know, Cena and his pops when he pops up. Yeah, one of my boys looking at me like, "Yo, you going way too hard." I'm like, "Yo, that energy change. This is just pops. Certain people got pops, and it's the Cena pops. And it's the Cena pops. Yeah, when he popped up last year on Roman, yeah. was like, oh shit, nigga's back. Nothing, nothing still beats the time where Roman got caught up in one of the promos. He's just like, let me, let me teach you something. It's, it's, it's called a promo." You don't have to learn how to do it. See, if you learn how to do it, I wouldn't have to be coming here every time. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was um, that was pre-Tribal Chief. Yeah. You can't be talking to Roman like that no more. Yeah. I was just like, acknowledge me. He said he did an interview the other day. He said he might, he might spend a block on SummerSlam. I, I know for uh, Cena's not done. Like obviously he's he's doing a lot of a lot of shit. Um, I kind of I I, I I think we're at that time. I think I really want to see him hit number seventeen. Yeah, I think he's mm. he, he's, the, he's the chosen one. I think everybody feels like he 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 should be the one to 
to to overlap Rick. Yeah, and I feel like it's deserved. Like I wasn't I wasn't a a fan of Cena's like second half of his career, but I feel like he if anybody it should be the one to uh, um eclipse Rick. It should be him. It's only gonna be between him or, or Randy. Randall. Randy's at what thirteen? Fourteen? I think yeah, fourteen. He he drew yeah, fourteen. That was the story I was looking for. Both of them chasing seventeen. I remember someone made up a nice uh scenario where they'll just be like, they just both finish their career at the same time. It's like we're just gonna retire. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we're 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 done. (laughs) But but the way Randy. After that, that Roman story broke about you know him falling back. Randy was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not leaving anytime soon. I just caught a second win." Yeah, Randy in his bag right now. He's, I didn't, ex- I didn't expect this whole RK Bro thing to, to last as long, and it's been over a year. Yeah, it's the most over shit on Raw. And yeah. I like how it's not too much. You we you get you get enough content. To like, oh, that's that's awesome. They selling the four twenty shirts, RK bro. Yeah, and like it's definitely. I feel like this also it helps both of them out. I think this helps uh, Matt Riddle a lot. Yeah, because um, Riddle, Riddle, he he was showing himself in the foot too much, too, yeah, many, I, too many shoots, too many. And I think with with Randy, he's like, look, like. You're kind of like a dope and a dumbass like me when I was young. And Randy will politic for you. And this, you know, Randy's no spring chicken yet, but like you kind of be putting in these tag matches. It does it does add a little extra years to your to your career. Yeah, I remember um Riddle did an interview he, he with Vince when he was shooting off, he was like, "Yeah, you know, you you a bit of a dumbass, you know. You're a bit of a dumbass, like, like, what do you mean? Um, I'm very curious. On a side note, I'm very curious to see was how this whole AJ Styles and Finn Balor, um, tag team's gonna, you know, evolve. Yeah, your man Edge out here wilding with the little. He got the little mohawk cut now. Yeah, I got a, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. Um, Mr. Bell is gonna. The, I got the feeling. I feel like Finn is gonna turn on AJ. Yeah, a couple of people said it was stating that that you know he's gonna join um what up with Edge and shit because they like because they throwing up two sweets and like but what club? It's it's too happy, right? It's, well, like, it's, but it's I'm like, saying what club? Like what 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 um what between you and AJ? What y'all gonna be running? I mean, I don't know. And then it was also interesting. They threw in Liv Morgan in there. Hey, the club never looked this good. Yeah, you do <laughs> So I was like, I, I was, I've been very intrigued, um, but not for Finn. I and I, in the beginning, I remember when this whole uh, Judgment Day was was rolling out. I heard like, hey, you know what? Finn would have been a great person to have on this, but. If you can have an, a legit opportunity, like milk it, like milk this partnership between Finn and AJ for some time, and really do like have everyone, you know, be on, you know, on everything, and all of a sudden there's a turn. Um, 
it's going to be huge on who who's going to do the heel turn. Um, is it going to be AJ? Is it Finn? Um, I personally, I think it'll benefit if AJ is the one to turn heel. Mm-hmm. Give Finn a little bit of more of that baby face and kind of give him more cred. But like, really, if you can, you have gold here. Like, you can really make this like the hottest rivalry. Yeah, I, from from what I've been told. AJ's the one that pulled hard for Finn. For ages, like, they've been trying to make this shit happen. No, but, like, they, you know how it's been getting joked online, even hashtagged on Twitter, like, Pin Balor. <laughs> Pin Balor. <laughs> so, ah, that's so, I, so, I think, so, I think, like, AJ seen the temperature, how they doing his man dirty, so, like, he went to Vince, like, yo, I need to get my man right again. Yo, for real, like, and again, like, I don't, I, I still don't know where, where, where Liv um, comes in into all of this. I mean, with Rhea. But I do know when I saw them pulling up that too sweet couple of weeks ago, I'm not going to lie. Might sound a little homo, but it should make my dick hard. <laughs> uh, man, I'm going to pause it. No homo. But I was like, this is this is when you know shit is good. This is good shit. Even when they did the um Rhea, cause y'all ain't get y'all ain't see backlash, but when Rhea did the turn, yeah, she had like the little mask on. She took the hoodie off, turned yeah. around. Somebody was like, "Yo, we know that's you, Rhea. We see that eyes. Yeah, see that. you stupid. We see that. We see you rocking them pants. You see what's going on. You know we. And it's funny now, cause her." Huh, her, her and Buddy Murphy now they both yeah you know, two Aussies yeah they now it's linked together and now they both in this little mm. dark you know fraction and shit it was weird she went she she went from some dark meat to white meat Lord, man that brother he folded he was just like yo my man you you, you either fumble the bag or you have some you had some you had a piece on the side you're like you know what this is the way we going. You don't from right. That's future champion right there. You wild, son. You got a lot of coattails. So I'm very curious to see how that happened. We will nah, never I'll know. I'll we'll tell you what, know. Buddy Murphy. First he had um Alexa. Alexa Bliss, now, yeah. Now real damn you racking up, homie. You yes, racking up. I didn't know you had it in you. <laughs> and this was this was like this was NXT days. Like yeah. I just also made it up to the roster. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, "Yo, I got this." So we don't. We I'm I'm very curious to see how this whole plays out. But you know, end of the day, a lot of shit needs to change. Like tag team division is 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 trash. There ain't no love to it. There ain't no hype to it. Way too much talent, and I'm I I hate the fact that. They gotta go about like, oh well, we're releasing this person because we don't, we don't have any use for them. And I, and, and people think about it in in a in a bad and terrible way. Um, if you compare it to what WWE and AEW is doing, <laughs> AEW is just like, yo, we just let your contract expire. Yeah, we done. Yeah, that, that, that's true. They're like, you know. That's that's just the thing. You ain't getting you ain't getting paid after that. WWE is just like, yo, you got ninety days, but you still getting paid within that ninety days that you're that you just been released, which people don't know about. 
So they that's why they can't compete. Exactly. It's not compete when you get non compete. It's just like yo, we still paying you for that time, and we can still use you because like perfect example when Heath Slater he was on his ninety. Um, Drake Maverick, and he yeah, he, he, you can still technically like we can still see fit even though you're released. That ninety days, we can still do whatever we can or whatever we want with your likeness. Yeah, like we um, still, we still, we still got rights to this shit. Yeah. Um. How 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 y'all felt about the um speaking of contracts um the Joker last night being Johnny Morrison. You mean Johnny Elite? Yeah. Because because this is why I bring this up because before that happened, AW mistakenly put Gargano on on a Twitter post. So, um, I, there was a there was a little troll with um, I forgot who was it that met them. I think they were at at, at Disneyland or Disney World, as a matter of fact. And they kind of made a little hint about it, like oh, I think it was Chomper that put. Was it Chomper? Like oh, yeah. I'm look at I'm hanging out with this Joker, mm-hmm. and everybody's like oh, it's Johnny Gargano. And then it was like, nah, we got the wrong, we got the right Johnny. We got the different Johnny. <laughs> we got Johnny Elite, not Gargano. Um indifferent. Cause some people uh, think a Cesaro was gonna be the Joker too. That would have been fantastic. I think they might be saving him uh, if he comes. But I think I I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Rementioned this back. I will not be surprised if Cesaro comes back to WWE. Okay, yeah, I, could, I could see that for one, one reason. That and something got posted today. Um, up, up, down is back, and mm-hmm. um, Breeze is back on it with, with Xavier Woods. Well, that, that's always been the the original click. Um, yeah. with with up, up, down, down has been. Uh, Woods, Cesaro, Breeze, and yeah. Adam Cole. Yeah. And sometimes once, like, AJ would kind of bring, because he's also a big gamer, he would also... Yeah, AJ uh, and Samoa Joe. Yeah, like, they, they'll, they'll do their shit, too. Um, but I guess I I can see Cesaro coming back. He's in really no rush to go sign with anyone else. He's still a free agent. He's just like... And there's been a lot of people who, um, from a lot of promoters, who have been trying to reach out to him for 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 bookings, and he's just kind of left them on red. <laughs> <So sorry. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that report. Like, yeah, it wasn't. I think something about they wasn't offering the right bread or something. Yeah, they didn't know if he was like, if they're like, yo, we don't know what we should be paying you. Like, no one knows anything. Like, people, he's like the biggest mystery. And Cesaro's like, you know, I'm still doing my thing. I'm. He's up there with evolution. When when the time's right, <laughs> the, time, the, the time's right. Yeah. Oh, oh, another and a sad, a little sad. No, um, the Iconics, aka the Inspirations, no longer wrestling for Impact. They about to go to OnlyFans full time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they 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 stated mm. that they're gonna do some acting now. I don't know what kind of acting. Mm-hmm. Mm, I know. <laughs> <laughs> cue, the, cue the fucking Roman gif or the fucking video he that's probably like one of the funniest shits that's come from wrestling in a long time <laughs> hey man we, we we know we we know what's 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 popping now 
The OC, the OC girls is looking hot. Mm-hmm. Billy K, aka Jessica McKay. I'll let your boy. <laughs> I'll so I'll make some room for you. You already know what it is. Just follow us. DM me the go home show. Mm. You know, mm. I'll shoot my shot in person. I never miss. Just want to put that out there. Yeah, Billy Kay got them Stacy Kieber legs. Mm, stay golden, girl. Stay golden. Uh, anything else before we get out of it? Um, yeah, let me throw my let me throw my number out there so that she hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid, you know, she, bro. She 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 know what's up. <laughs> Catch her on the flip. All right, we out, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 60. 